Welcome to The Positivity Effect, where paying it forward and doing something positive in someone's life can provide them with the confidence and motivation to do the same for someone else. Like a stone dropped into a lake, let's create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world. And it begins with your host, Dr. Thomas Retcher. Hey, what's up, guys? Dr. Tom here, and you're listening to The Positivity Effect, episode number 79, The Power of Sleep. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I have a wonderful show lined up. This is day two with Scott Colby. And just two quick announcements. Number one, come find me on Snapchat. My username is tretcher, and it's been wonderful connecting with you guys. For those of you that have reached out to me, uh, just have some fun with it and to hear how the show is impacting your life. So thank you so much for that. And number two, the Positivity Effect store is launching in just a few days. It's launching on May 1st, and I am so excited about it. There's going to be some great products on there to keep you guys feeling positive and uplifted, and it's a great way to support the show as well. So like I said, I have Scott Colby back today, and he is the founder of fit for photos And like I had mentioned yesterday, through his fitness boot camps he used to run in Dallas to now his online training program, Fit for Photos, he's transforming people's lives and their health through the power of scheduling photo shoots. And it's holding his clients, it's holding them accountable for their goals. And the stories of transformation, of confidence, of mental breakthroughs that people are having through his program, it really is just incredible. And he's changing so many lives. And I'm so excited to have him back today. We have a wonderful episode for you guys centered around the topic of sleep and what that means to him, what it should mean to you, maybe how you can make some breakthroughs, some changes, and maybe it is that final piece to your puzzle of getting fit, getting healthy. So guys, check out Scott and what he's doing at fit4photos.com and help me welcome him now to The Positivity Effect. Hey, what's up, Scott? Welcome back for day two on The Positivity Effect. It is uh, my pleasure to have you on. It was such an amazing conversation yesterday, so thank you again for joining us. Yeah, great to be back, Dr. Tom. I am fired up for round two. Excellent, excellent. And let's jump right right into it. I want to maximize on this. We were talking about yesterday at the end about how the... There is... There's not enough importance of sleep, I think, for all of us. If we're all honest with ourselves... We're, we're, we have a huge sleep debt, I think. <laughs> it's definitely an epidemic in today's society. So love for just to hear some of your thoughts about sleep first, and then we'll get into maybe some of the things, the effects of not getting enough sleep, and then also things that we can do, adjustments we can make to make more of, it an, uh, of an importance. Because it may, there's, I'm sh- there's definitely actionable tips that we need to take, but I think first it's just having the awareness of why it's so important. Yeah, and that's a that's a good point. And I think you know when we're just talking about like fitness programs, they all involve workouts and nutrition. But there's so many other things, like we mentioned on uh, our episode yesterday, that go into a complete wholesome health program. And there are things like mindset and happiness and stress and sleep. And I think they all kind of play off each other. In other words, if you're eating a lot of sugar and ca- and drinking caffeine, that's going to affect your sleep. 
which will in turn affect how you feel about working out the next day, which could increase your stress level. So they all play a role and sleep is so important because it can affect all of those things. It can affect your mind and, and your stress and your exercise habits and your eating habits. And I think not enough people pay attention to their sleep habits. They think they can kind of just get by with a little bit of sleep or not very uh, high quality sleep and still be healthy. Do you, uh, do, do you find that that's like the last thing that people get, get right when they, when they work with you, everything, you know, they line up their fitness, they line up their nutrition, they line up their mindset. Mm. And then you find out that they're sleeping three or four hours a night or they're consistently, you know, and, and then that's the thing that derails them and gets them back to poor eating habits, emotional eating habits, mindset, you know, their mind starts running amok with poor emotion because the sleep mm-hmm. is at such a deprived level. Yeah, and I, and I do. I think I think you're right. I think I do find that that's maybe the last thing that people think of to take care of because they don't think it'll affect like their weight and their stress. And a lot of times I'll have people that hey, I'm eating on point, my workouts are on point, you know, you've checked, I've checked their logs, they look good, and then we interview them and say, what's your sleep look like? You know, how many hours you're getting, what type of quality are you getting? And more often than not, it's the sleep that's kind of throwing things off. They might be throwing off their stress level somehow, might be throwing off their hormonal balance. And again, that plays a role in their weight they don't understand that until we teach that to them. They think it's more of a all calories in versus calories out. That's not always the case there. You have to look at other factors in their life. A lot of people teach today, especially because entrepreneurialism is getting it's becoming such a big part of our culture today. Kids coming out of school, they're starting right out, right into it instead of going to work for someone else and Part of that journey is 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 you know that that word the grind mm-hmm. of whatever you're trying to do whatever platform you're trying to create and a lot a lot of people teach that in the beginning you have to do that grind you have to stay up till three in the morning or you have to wake up at four and it 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 sounds it sounds glorious when you say it but in practice does it really work are you more effective at your work if you're getting three or four hours of sleep a night. I mean, you also hear some people, I guess it depends on the person too. Everybody's body is different. Some people, there may be people out there that can function perfectly on four hours of sleep, but I don't know if that's the norm. So in terms of work, in terms of productivity, are you more productive when you have more higher quality sleep? Yeah. And I've heard the other word I've heard with that is hustle, you know, the grind and hustle. (laughs) (laughs) For me, I tend to be on the side and now when I say I'm not like, when I say I, like, I don't really like the word hustle, I'm not saying you shouldn't work hard or you shouldn't work smart. You, sh- you, know, you shouldn't be committed, but I don't think it's healthy to sacrifice your sleep um, in order to push your business forward. Now there may be on occasion, maybe you're preparing for the launch of a big product and you have to stay up late a few times to get things done. But for the most part, I think you're going to be less productive if you're grinding things out and working, you know, 14, 16 hours a day, which like we said, 
it's inevitably going to affect your workouts, your nutrition, and your stress levels. And they're all going to play a role in not only your physique and how you feel about yourself, but in your business. So I'm more on the side of things where if you take care of yourself first, your health, then you're going to be more productive, not the other way around, not like grind out the hours and then your business is going to grow. I think if you do the right things with your workouts, your sleep, your stress, and your uh, your nutrition, your energy levels are going to skyrocket. You're going to be more focused, and in turn, you're going to be more productive in less hours. And I think there is yes, a way to yes. – to build your business on less hours if you take care of your other things first, like your health. For me, it's always been important for me to line up my inner my inner thoughts, my, mm. my inner game, uh, getting back in touch with with gratitude, you know, feeling those feelings of gratefulness for the things I have. And then I like to experiment. So I've I've done that experiment of Okay, now that I everything feels good, I feel lined up, I feel well connected with with my friends and my family. I'm doing these different entrepreneurial things. All right, let me test this. Let me see what happens if I stay up a little bit later and work a little bit longer hours to to build what I'm trying to build, or maybe do the opposite where I'm sleeping, I'm going to bed a little bit early, but then waking up early to do the same thing. And what I find is, once you, once I sacrifice that sleep, it doesn't matter how good my inner game is. I end up being irritable with somebody throughout the day. I end up being less effective. I end up pushing things back. And and then it's you can get into that rhythm of, all right, you may feel like you got more done the night before, but the fact that you're not as effective the next day and you push things back, you're just going to continually push, push. So it's almost like an illusion that you're getting more done when really it's it's you're completely cutting down on your effectiveness. Yeah, and I agree. And for me, even like... Even if I get thrown off for one night, it sometimes affects the next two to three days. And like I'm yes, always trying yes. to play catch up. And it usually will affect, okay, shoot, well, now I don't feel like doing my morning workout. Okay, I skip my morning workout and uh, not really because I skip my morning workout, I don't feel like making a healthy smoothie. And that's going to affect my energy levels throughout that entire next day. It may make me go to bed on time that night, but actually want to stay in bed later the next morning and just maybe has a snowball effect for the next two to three days. Some people can fight that. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So I want, to, I want to talk about some things, some real, real things that people mm -hmm. can do to improve their sleep quality. Not just the number, not just like, oh, I went to bed at nine, woke up eight hours later and I can now check off in my journal that I slept for eight hours because what a lot of research is really showing is it's not about those numbers. It's you could be asleep, quote unquote asleep, but your body is really not asleep. You're not in a deep enough sleep. And for me, a big thing I did recently, and my listeners know this and I even shared it uh, last week on a few of the episodes was there was a, there was a heart issue that I was dealing with over a long period of t uh, years of my life. And I, once I removed that, that issue, this thing that was that made me feel guilty in life, this, these these inner feelings that nobody knew I was dealing with. When I removed that, I've I've noticed that I've been getting such better sleep. And anytime I go back to th uh, thoughts of of gratitude or focus on making sure that I'm I have a high level of integrity in my life, you can put your head down on the pillow at night and sleep well. So 
I love too for just to hear some things, practices or things that people can think about doing so they can get more of a higher quality sleep. Yeah, for me, I think it starts first thing that morning um, because your sleep at night can be affected by all sorts of things that you did during the day. One thing that you mentioned that I love and I practice it every day is gratitude. So I'll start, first of all, I start my morning fairly early, but I allow myself plenty of time to focus on me before I jump into work and responding to emails and social media and things like that. So I think that's very important to allow yourself enough time in the morning to get centered. Uh, whatever, however you want to do that can be up to you. But some of the things that I do are I write in a journal. I, I vision out how my day is going to be. I want my day to look. Uh, I write gratitude. I write what I, my three most important things that I want to accomplish in that day are. I'll meditate. So I love an app called Calm, C-A-L-M, um, because I, I'm... I love like a guided meditation. So it's a nice... Oh, it's like we were talking about with the fitness class, like just mm. getting away from, you know, because so, sometimes meditation could be daunting for so many. Mm -hmm. where, where do you even start? You know, you, right. you see that, that, that yogi on the television, you're like, <laughs> man, like I wish I was in that, that beautiful state and he's, he looks so relaxed and how do I ever get there? And it's like, ah, I don't even want to start. So that's cool that you talk about this app that probably is a great place for people to start. Exactly. Some, some people have a hard time quieting their mind. They're going in a million different directions. And so if you have a guided, relaxing voice telling you what to think about, um, it's real nice and calming, hence the name calm. Um, and then Love I'll, it. you know, I'll look at some affirmations. I'll read those. Sometimes I'll work out in the morning. Sometimes I won't. But like, for example, today, I went outside for about a 20-minute morning walk. Um, there's a river near where I live, and that's just really refreshing and inspirational to me to get outside in the morning. Um, and then I, I might read for a few minutes, uh, usually some sort of inspirational or personal development type of book. Uh, and then I'll have a healthy breakfast. So you want to make time for yourself uh, to do some of those things or maybe all of them uh, before you get into your work. This is going to allow you to, first of all, not be stressed first thing in the morning. You're going to feel centered and balanced, refreshed and energized. Uh, and the energy is going to carry out with you probably at least till lunchtime, depending on what you eat the rest of your morning and throughout your day. So nutrition is going to play a big role in this as well. So if you drink a lot of caffeine, uh, especially if you drink it in the afternoon or later, that can keep you up at night. So if you do have to have a cup of coffee, first of all, I recommend maybe trying to go without it for a little bit. But if you do have a cup of coffee, I would recommend having that before noon. Other things you could do kind of throughout your day nutrition-wise is to not eat a lot of sugar uh, throughout the day, your sugar is gonna is gonna put you in a state where you have a lot of highs and lows. In other words, you're gonna feel maybe high and energized immediately after, and then no doubt you're going to crash and feel like you want to just lay down on your bed. And here's where we come mm. back to the hustle. If you do that, you're not gonna be able to be productive at work. So my advice is to eat healthy throughout the day. And by healthy, 
we really mean unprocessed food. So donate a lot of foods in boxes and, and bags and cartons that are really processed and have a lot of ingredients that you've never heard of. Keep to these single ingredient type of foods that are whole and natural. If you keep your diet on that point and keep hydrated, you're going to be energized throughout the day. Now, don't be afraid to do another session of meditation in the middle of your day. I do that often where, okay, I feel myself maybe getting a little bit out of balance or a little bit of uh, lack of energy. Put some meditation on and that can revitalize you th- uh, during your day. Uh, make, a- make sure your workouts are on point as well. Whether you work out in the morning or afternoon in the evening, doesn't really matter, but you do need some movement. Another thing, Dr. Tom, that I find works really well is to unplug. So first of all, I know we probably can't unplug the entire day because we rely on our computers to run our businesses or for work. But if you can unplug the first part of your day, so while you're doing your morning routine and taking care of yourself, and then unplugging in the evening, and I think that's where a lot of people have an issue in that they're they're reading Facebook all the way up until they go to bed or they're oh that's so true they're watching the news all the way till they get go to bed and what happens there's it's that negative stimulus there's going to be something on Facebook that you don't agree with or something on the news that brings your mood down and what happens is when you have all these all these hundreds of messages going on into your head right before bed And then you just kind of like try to shut it off like immediately without like a winding down period. Your mind's going to start thinking about that stuff. You might see a news story or a Facebook post that reminds you of like, oh, shoot, I'm having trouble paying my bills. Um, Mm. I'm stressed out in my relationship. And and these thoughts are going to go with you as you try to go to sleep and that's going to affect the quality of your sleep at night. So that's, that's actually a big one um, to wind down in the evening by shutting off technology, um, shutting off your TV. Don't look at social media. Don't try to respond to email at night and do things almost similar to the morning. Now it doesn't have to be exact same routine. You might take a warm bath and light some candles and read a book and this will and turn off the lights so lighting is a big issue at night so get those lights turned down for at least an hour prior to when you want to go to bed Um, and that's really going to affect the quality of your sleep and be able being able to, to get to sleep in the first place and then one other thing i know some people wake up hungry uh hunger can affect your sleep so if you don't eat any if the last time you eat is maybe six in the evening and you're sleeping all the way to six in the morning, that's 12 hours without eating anything. Waking up hungry is pretty common. So if that's you, I would eat some quality, you know, fats and protein before you go to bed to make sure that you don't wake up hungry in the middle of the night. So those are some of my biggest um, tips to get quality sound sleep. And again, You're going to feel so much better the next morning. One last tip I would say, if you can, go to bed at a similar time and wake up at a similar time each and every day. So it's it's going to be rough to like go to bed at nine one night and then two in the morning the next night 
and then midnight and then kind of shift things around. So try to make your evening and morning routines as routine as possible, as structured as possible. Oh man, there is so much nuggets of gold right there. I, I There's so many things I want to touch on, but just that one about the technology at night and there's, for some reason, the, the technology is so good. It's so important in our lives. It's helping us move forward. But it creates like this urgency in all of us too if, if, we, can, if we don't disconnect from it enough. And it, it, it could give you this feeling like you're, you're not doing things quick enough. And then it creates that mindset of scarcity and that there's not abundance in your life. And it's interesting how you framed it about just looking through your feed and having you remind you of something. I never, I never thought of it that way. I always thought of it as just just the fact that there is this this light that's coming out of your phone and that's mm. going to keep your brain awake. But that's really interesting too about the actual content and of how it's keeping your your brain awake. And I think so many of us today we're going to bed and we're quote unquote asleep. Our, we think we're asleep. We're not. We're not conscious, but our brain is lit up like a Las Vegas strip, and all the lights are just ding ding ding, ding and we're not in those deep 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 levels of sleep. And then we wake up feeling tired and it's just that that cycle just continually repeats. So, so many things to talk about. I definitely encourage you guys to go back and to listen to all those tips that Scott gave. And Scott, we're at the end of the interview, but I want to ask you one final question. It's my last question. I always ask my guests, if you were suddenly at the end of your life and you were reflecting on all that you have been through, all that you've done, all that you have created, what kind of impact would you want to be remembered for? Oh my gosh. Man, <laughs> love it. I love that question. Um, I, I want to be known as a person that um, helped people feel better about themselves, helped people find their purpose and their passion in life, and were able to design the type of life that they were meant to design. Uh, so many of us are walking around really unhappy. That's a, we talked about that word before happiness. Uh, a lot of us are unhappy, uh, with one or more aspects of our life our job our relationships, financial status, health. And I want to be that guy that can help you be happy in all areas, not just one and to have a life where you can do what you want to do. So if you want to be a good mom, I want to help you do that. If you, if your goal is to travel to Central America and volunteer. I want to be a person that gives you the the encouragement and the the wherewithal, wherewithal to know that you can do that. You can do whatever you want in life, and that's what I like helping people achieve, and that's what I want to be known for. Oh, Scott, thank you so much for 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 walking us through those thoughts. That was beautiful, and you've definitely impacted my life and. I can't wait to to sh- share this with my audience as well. And, and thank you for all the tips on sleep. I think this is going to be really important for people to hear this. And guys, definitely check out what Scott is doing. It's really been transformational for so many people having this, this new form of accountability and tying it in with their fitness. So head over to fitforphotos.com to get more information and to sign up and to see how maybe it will impact your life as well. So Scott, thank you so much for coming on, brother. Yeah, I appreciate it. It was a pleasure to be on for both interviews. Thank you for giving me the platform to to share my message with your audience and uh, keep up the great work. Absolutely. You too. Take care, Scott. 
Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Positivity Effect. I promise to keep sharing inspiring stories with the guests every single day. I hope you feel inspired, and I hope that we start some self-reflection in you on topics like transparency, compassion, and empathy. Please check out the website at PositivityEffect.com. Sign up for the newsletter, and I'll send you some tips to get you thinking more positively. If you're really enjoying The Positivity Effect, please tell someone about the show. Together, we can create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world, something that we need so desperately today. So thanks again so much for listening. See you tomorrow for another episode of The Positivity Effect.